I feel like I'm still on a high as I'm recording this intro. I'm going to keep it as short and as brief as I can. Guys, if you're listening to this episode of the Lauren of Love podcast, this is a replay from our amazing free series called Abundance in Alignment. <sighs> Feels so good to be here. We're diving into five days of magical transformation related to business and money energetics. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a woman who's trying to heal her relationship with money, you got to get in this series. Have a listen. This is our five-day beautiful magical healing experience. I'm just like, magic, magic, magic. Make, <laughs> make a uh, decision right now that this isn't the first and only one you listen to complete all five days. The videos will get taken down on August 29th and I really invite you to just complete the process step by step. Abundance and Alignment is only available on this podcast until August 29th and on that day the doors to the Wild Wealthy Feminine program open and then we will take these videos down and keep them as a bonus. So get out your pen and paper, take some notes. I'm recording this intro for just day one and already it has been fire. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and have the breakthroughs you've been waiting for. Live on Facebook. Hi, everybody. Live on Instagram. Hi, family. I'm so happy we're here. This feels so juicy. feels so special. It feels like a very energetically charged, perhaps emotional topic. This is a very deep day of our five-day series, you guys. So if you're here watching, hello, welcome. If you're new, I'm Lauren. So nice to be here with you guys. I'm walking you through an incredible experience called Five Days of Abundance in Alignment. This is a series, beautiful, magical study. This is all part of my new signature program, Wild Wealthy Feminine, which opens doors on Monday. I'm so excited. Like, oh, it just feels so special. I wanted to share a little bit about what this journey means to me today, especially in our conversation around healing our relationship with money. Now, just a recap of transparency. This is a five-day free series that is only available until August 29th. I have to look at my calendar. So. If you are watching this, hey sisters, say hello. Tell me where you're listening from. Abundance and alignment, that's what this whole series is all about. And uh, you have until August 29th to go through all of the videos. So if you're watching in the group of Facebook, it's pinned to the top. And if you are watching it here on Instagram, the replays are in my feed. There's a cool little graphic there. Um, something to be mindful of today and yesterday were live videos. Tomorrow is going to be a deep dive exploration and you are going to get a playlist to work with throughout that process. So it's really important for day three, which is the activation and integration of day one and day two. And then we'll go into Thursday and Friday. And in between, you're gonna do this deep immersion work. Embodiment practices, immersive study, this is something I use as a modality in all of my programs in the HEAL program intensive and in Wild Wealthy Feminine, and I wanted to give you guys a taste of that as well because transformation is not just about sitting here and listening to me talk, right? Like that is not where you are going to get the transformation you really want. Transformation really comes in the action and the application of what has been learned. So that's why I invite you guys to take lots of notes throughout this study as we're dropping in, and then also take action with every homework assignment that we share. I'm gonna give you another one today. 
and tomorrow's deep dive will come to you via email there will be no live video so if you are not already on the list please make sure you're on that list to get your day three homework assignment of this immersive five-day experience you can go to laurenoflove.com abundance to make sure you are specifically subscribed so that on Wednesday you get the whole process to walk yourself through. It's going to be a sacred initiation and you get to move energy, especially related to what we've been talking about. So yesterday was all about becoming, about learning how to embody that frequency of who you are truly meant to be, the journey of discovering what that even means. Thank you guys for all the love. You're so super cool. And today we're talking about healing our relationship with money. Thursday, we're going to be talking about healing relationship with business too. Um, this journey of entrepreneurship and being able to come here and talk to you guys today about abundance and alignment and healing your relationship with money, it feels like a very big circle moment for me, like a full circle experience. And I want to share a little bit about that story with all of you guys today. If you don't know me in my journey before becoming the founder of the heal program before becoming the creator of the soul portal before talking about spirituality and inner work all the time my mission was really focused on entrepreneurs and business and that was because when i started my entrepreneur journey in 2015 jumping out of corporate life taking an incredibly big leap with financial risk i built success really quickly and people were really curious how i did that and i knew how important it was to me to be able to help other people break through the patterns of entrepreneurship and finally actually strategically create the success that they actually really wanted. But in that process of building a successful self-development business online as a personal brand and then shifting gears to helping people do the same thing, I realized there was this deep shadow within me that had not been looked at that was also manifesting in the clients that I attracted. And the shadow was a really toxic thing. And I think a lot of you guys can probably relate. It's part of the reason why you are here. Scarcity patterns that people were unable to break free of in their relationship with money. They could be the best coach in the world. They could be the best brand specialist in the world. They could be the best marketer in the world. They could have all the steps that I shared and taught, but if they have a money block, they're not going to be able to open up to receive. We're going to talk about that today. I also noticed a toxic pattern where women would push and force and exhaust themselves to hit milestones to reach goals. And once they did, they never felt enough. And then their businesses crashed because unworthy businesses are not sustainable. If your business is unworthy of love, because you feel unworthy of love, and those two things are creating toxic energy together, that energy, that entity just can't hold. So we're gonna talk about that today. More in depth on Thursday, if you're an entrepreneur who's vibing with what I just said, so please like make sure you're here for Thursday's talk as well. Um, but, but really, you know what this boils down to is that I figured out how to generate and receive and open my channel really quickly to receive multiple six figures in less than two years annually, going on to hit 500,000 a year and $700,000 a year. And these milestones, while they really all are very, very beautiful, there are a lot of people out there who haven't quite figured out how to do the same. And I wanna be able to share my journey with you and my process with you into 
where things went and how things happened because when I went through my own initiation of realizing, wow, no amount of money that I ever make is going to make me feel good about myself. I have some work to do. And then I stepped away, suffering with chronic illness, suffering with insecurity and self-doubt and fear of failure to work on myself. I then found my relationship with business drastically transformed to become more abundant than my wildest dreams, okay? Like where I am today, I feel so prosperous and so supported every single day of my life and I've never had that before. So it's really important to me that I talk to you not just about how to open your energetic channel to receiving and to hit financial milestones and be wildly numerically prosperous, right? That is very important for all of us. I love the fact that I have financially, you know, the ability to not really worry, right? I don't have to worry about money. That's a privilege. I want to help you guys cultivate that as well. But I also at the same time want to talk about the personal internal freedom in our relationship with money because one creates the other, creates the other, creates the other. And if you've been in patterns where you've been really stressed about money, you've felt toxic relationship with money, you felt trapped in your dynamic of money, this is going to be the deep dive conversation that can really change the game for you today. I firmly believe that prosperity and happiness and freedom is not just about learning how to make money, but learning how to embody and activate and really sink into the principles of freedom. And so few of us actually know how to do this. So let's dive in. Let's have a conversation. I want to know how all of you guys are feeling. So let me just check in with you guys. Like, what are you vibing at right now? What are you vibing at right now? I wish we could talk about this forever. This is all the Wild Wealthy Feminine program, you guys. Like, I'm telling you, it's like, you want to go deep on these things? Let's do it together. Doors are opening on April 29th. August 29th. April 29th. Okay. Everyone vibing good? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about pers personal uh, financial troubles, why it makes people scared. You know, this is the issue. I'm just stretching my back, you guys. This is the issue. Like, people in this world right now, like, we're very addicted to, like, fear, and we've grown up in those environments. And so it becomes very complicated because in our 3D reality, you're going to find through this study, money is actually a, sp a spiritual modality and it is not being looked at as that way. It's being looked at as a modality of suffering and abuse and frustration and manipulation when really money can also be an energetic healing tool for us and for the world and for our life. Meow, meow. <laughs> Girl, what you doing here? My friend Dana just jumped on and she wrote meow, meow. And that's, we have been friends for like three years now and every single conversation we start with each other starts with meow meow. So we're getting some questions here, which is really cool. How to open to receive more energy when you're stuck at a certain receiving level. This is all for you, Joanne. This is all for you. Really happy to have you here. Vibes good. Excited to explore today with you. Yeah, I'm so excited. This is going to be such a good deep dive. We're dropping in. We're getting ready to get started. Excited to learn much more about the wild, wealthy feminine. Hell yeah, sister. Here for it. Here for it. Okay, is this going to be recorded? So this conversation, yes, this is live, but the five-day series gets taken down after August 29th. So please just make sure that you are on the sign-up to get all the replays. LaurenOfLove.com slash abundance. 
and then on August 29th, these trainings are going to get taken down and put as bonuses in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program because this five-day process we're in is an ex it's an immersive study, right? Like you guys are in an experience right now. So um, we're going to save that for all of our Wild Wealthy Feminine students so they can replay and repeat as they feel called. Okay, so let's talk about our relationship with money. I want to like kill something right out of the gate and just like debunk like the most common sense of frustration that I feel in my heart when I watch people because I'm like, I want to help you so bad. And I see it, you know, like you see what, what's moving through people. So I'm going to speak this to you guys and I hope it lands and hope it really sticks with you. The, the story that you have a money block and that the money block is stopping you from creating wealth and abundance and all of these things, that story is the entire reason why you are not generating the wealth and the freedom and the abundance that you want. Okay, I'm going to say that again. So, the fact that you think you have a money block, it's not the money block that's stopping you, it's the fact that you think you have a money block that's stopping you. Now, do you have something that's standing in your way that's preventing you from creating what you want? Maybe, perhaps, right? Like, in, I certainly do. I have many things that I want in my life that I don't have yet. So, I could be. But am I telling myself a story like that I'm blocked and that I can't have what I want? I got to work on my money mindset because of it. This is all a distraction, right? It is, it is such a distraction to the root of what actually is going on. And I want to invite you into an analogy that is very true to uh, my journey of ceremony work and plant medicine. If I have any plant medicine sisters on the line or any students of the plant medicine world, whether that's ayahuasca, combo, mushrooms, ceremony work, please say hello, sound healing, right? Like we're all here for these beautiful modalities of ceremony. And there's an, an analogy here that's really going to help you understand why the storyline of money block, it, it's actually not entirely true, okay? So in a ceremony, when you're in a psychedelic experience, you are the most connected to divine channel, to God, to source, to the universe, to all these things. Hello, it's my medicine sisters. When you're in that connection, you're, you're really connected to God. And if you focus, right, on God and love and light, you will have visions. You'll have visions of all the love and all the light. You'll have a beautiful healing experience. But let's just say quite possibly you're in a state of fear and you don't feel safe. Maybe the practitioner's weird. Maybe you, you're feeling nervous. You don't know what's going to happen to your body. You're, you know, you're uncomfortable. You might see some things that are scary. And so this simple metaphor of the goggles that we put on and walk around the world with that create our perspective and our perception of the world. Do you really have a money block? Maybe you have a perception that you have a money block because that storyline is a lot easier to subscribe to than the truth which is that something within me is not quite integrated for my whole level of happiness. What's going on? See, when I tell myself I have a money block, who I'm getting chills. If anybody's getting chills, tell me because I feel it. If I tell myself a story, I have a money block, 
then I'm just going to sit here and be like, all right, I just got to fix my mind. My mind's getting in the way. My mind's getting in the way. I got to work on my mind. This is just more ways that the universe is just trying to get us like, hey, stop looking at your mind. And what will happen when the universe is trying to get you to like move into your heart and you're not listening is that like scarcity will come up and resistance and all this stuff. Now, here's the thing. We have to be able to decipher and understand the difference between when financial resistance is happening and we're in scarcity and we're addicted to a pattern that we can't get out of versus like there's a wound coming up and I need to look at it because it's coming up because I'm right about at the brink of like a huge breakthrough and it's going to be amazing and oh my god I'm so excited but this feels energetically intense right there's a difference between those two things we have to be very very mindful right breaking patterns I want you to write this down this is really important I just finished recording the orientation call for Wild Wealthy Feminine. Super excited about the program. If you guys can't tell, this is my six-week life transformation, but just specifically focused on business and money energetics. And the HEAL program, which is my six-month intensive, which is just oh, so epic, miraculous. This is like the pure deep dive medicine of just business and money healing. And it's the world needs this. Like we, we really need this medicine. So many people are traumatized around their relationship with money. So many people are resistant around their relationship with money and success and business. And it just, it's so complicated and it's so um, uncomfortable because what happens for a lot of us is that these concepts, like what is money? What is money? Okay. It's like, you can, you can define that a million different ways. What, what is success? What is business? Right? These are really translucent verbs. The, those words actually are so dense uh, and specific to each and every one of us. It can mean so many different things, right? And so what happens if we, because what we're working with, whether it's business, money, or uh, success, because it's so translucent and so dimensional and can change so much, our deepest insecurities and our deepest fears and our deepest storylines about ourselves will become projected onto those relationships. Like if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody at a time in your life where you were really dealing with a wound of like rejection and not being enough and you were in that relationship and you were like, please don't leave me. You're just going to leave me. Oh my God, you're going to leave me. You're never going to love me, right? Like that what's happening, it's not about that partner. It's about all this other stuff that maybe you're carrying around your father and around like your upbringing and maybe like other men that you've been with. And so we project onto our partners and we do the same in our, in our relationship with money and our relationship with our business and our relationship with the word success. We project and we project our wounds. And the reason we're projecting our wounds is not because there's something wrong with us. It's because our spirit is trying to communicate with us. We are trying to be shown where the dysfunction is so that we can rewrite. Not so that we can sit here and say, wow, I am such a failure. Oh my God, this pattern. I'm never enough. I feel like such a piece of shit. Here it is again. Oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. What am I going to do? Cry, 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 right? Suffering, suffering, suffering. That's not why these experiences are here. You may feel those things from time to time, but the real purpose is illumination. And we have to start to really understand and learn how to read our world in a way that supports what it is that we want. Okay, let's read it right, my sisters. Let's read it right. So let's talk about money. 
18 minutes in. I'm like, let's actually, let's talk about this. So I took some notes because this morning I was like such a channel. I was just, all these things were coming on. You know, growing up, I, I saw some things. Again, I mentioned this in my previous day of this training. I'm going to share storyline with you because this really helps things sink in, helps you see certain perspectives that relate to you. So, um, you know, listen, listen up, see how does this relate to me? I grew up, this is when my, my dynamic was. All my grandparents were off the boat, right? So they came from Italy, all four of them, and they all had to make pennies to climb the corporate ladder. So what did I learn? Success and freedom need to be earned. It's a privilege I have to work for, right? That is very much reality, but at what cost? Do I have to, is there a truth that I really actually have to sacrifice my health to create success? Is it really true that I have to sacrifice time with my family because I'm building something, I have to climb to get there? No, like none of those things are actually truth. It's crazy. But if we grew up with an environment where we saw that as truth, we may be walking around with those perspective goggles of like, okay, I really want a lot of money, but man, work hard, never see my kids, cry, stress, freak out, get sick. You know, like my family, both of my grandparents had, they died of complications related to overworking in their life. And when I manifested chronic illness, that was very much a rewrite for me of receiving ancestral pattern of, I put myself last to provide for others. And I was doing that in my world. My husband is retired and I was doing that and had that storyline. And there's a difference between providing for your family and making money to really be a, a, a breadwinner, right? I don't like that language, but just say the person who cares for the finances in the household, who is the money magnet in right relationship and not at the cost of yourself. Right. And so I had to relearn that. I also grew up in an environment where I watched my, my dad, uh, also had a brother and his brother was like very, very successful, very wealthy, climbing the business ladder, doing all the things. And at family dinners, my grandpa would brag about how wonderful my uncle Phil was in front of my father. And I could see my dad so upset, so shrinking down. Oh my God, not good enough. Right. All this stuff really, really, uh, hurt by that. And my dad built a business. Uh, he was a weatherman. He, he was so obsessed with weather ever since he was a little kid. And he pursued his passion. And uh, it didn't make my grandpa happy because my grandpa didn't understand how somebody who was pursuing an art form could generate money. And so here was another story of inherited belief, goggles, passed down onto me. If I'm following my passion and I really love what I do, I can't really make a lot of money doing it. I have to choose something in my life that logically makes a lot of money. What are those things, right? And we're brought up in school. Do you, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to be a nurse? Here are your categories you choose. And part of being a black sheep in the family, which if you're breaking financial paradigms for your life, for your lineage, congratulations. Right, these are, this is my ancestor altar behind me, these beautiful photos, I could tell you stories. That's the camera my grandmother used to take photos with of the family. You're breaking a pattern of suffering. To be the black sheep, you gotta be different. And if you're gonna break a pattern of, of money reality or relationship to money or relationship to what you sacrifice to create money or not, you're collapsing timelines for your generation. You're a little bit different, right? Baby black sheeps, yes, here we are. So um, 
you know, my dad was breaking a timeline for his generation, which was that uh, creativity deserves to be honored. And because he did that, I had a safe space to explore mine. But my rewrites and my responsibilities and my ancestral timeline were a little bit different. Mine were, I need to break the pattern of overworking. See, I grew up in an environment where my dad was not really emotionally present and he would leave for work a lot. And I didn't have the connection with my father that I actually really wanted. I could say I grew up in a narcissistic household. I could say I grew up with an emotionally abusive father or an unavailable father. Whatever the storyline is that's happening for you, how you treat money and how you relate to money has a lot to do with the wounded masculine. And this is the thing, masculine energy is important to have. The Wild Wealthy Feminine Program, feminine as fuck, right? But there's a masculine structure to that process. And masculinity and right relationship is about creating safe container for yourself. Most of us are operating in relationship with our business and relationship with money with toxic masculine energy and we don't even know it. And it looks like overworking, avoiding our emotions, right? And pushing, 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 sacrificing our bodies. Um, this is also a feminine wounding thing we talk about in Wild Wealthy Feminine as well, but it also comes from a masculine perspective. Being in logic and reason constantly, right? It's almost like we are forcing ourselves to perform a certain way to receive an outcome because we've been conditioned with that logic. Like we talked about yesterday, when I perform well, I'm rewarded. So if I find the right strategy and the right marketing tactics and I play everything right, then the universe will reward, reward me because I did it right. And what if I don't do it right? I won't be rewarded. And we search for like the perfect marketing tactics or the perfect brand colors or email opt-ins and all this jazz. And um, this is a waste of time. Like I think it's very important to express your creativity and to build your business in a way that feels authentic and to have a strategy that feels really aligned. We talk about that too on Thursday, so just keep in mind for our business healing section. Um, and then Friday is gonna be a Q&A for you guys. So make sure you stick around for that Q&A because I'm gonna answer all your questions specifically. So this is what I grew up with, right? This is what I was moving through. Uh, Cheyenne, make sure you bring that question on Friday too. Yeah, I definitely wanna answer this because it's like a huge part of healing and it's a big part of safe masculine container so Cheyenne's asking like what uh, how do you deal with like your partner when everything you're doing is on point but their behaviors are different we're gonna talk about that too so Friday Q&A come for that Cheyenne ask your question it's gonna be a really powerful answer so when I started my healing journey with money there were three things I had to look at and I want you guys to look at these as well Looking at these three things, this is what we talked about inside of my Wild Wealthy Feminine orientation. I'm looping back to something I started talking about before. So I was making my orientation uh, training for my students today and the workbook and everything. And I just wanna share this with you. When we're rewiring in that program, what we are trying to rewire is not a money block. We don't have to focus on the unblocking of the money, right? To solve a problem, that's a very masculine approach. What we're really looking at is internally, what projections 
and what patterns and what programs am I holding on to that do not serve me? I just gave you guys some really great examples. I also grew up in an environment where career was the source of our identities and it was really the only way that I ever saw my father happy was in his career. So I believed that in order for me to be happy, I needed to have a career that was the only source of my happiness and I wasn't allowed to have happiness anywhere else because I was modeling what was projected into the field, what I saw in my 3D reality for my father. Now my mother was also the type of person, like we talked about yesterday, where I couldn't really do anything to be successful if it wasn't perfect. It was like never enough. And of course that projection was then mirrored into how I treated myself and also how I treated money. So not only did I feel like I was not enough, but when I looked at money, I also saw that I never had enough, right? The translucent mirror in front of us, it's a spiritual healer. Money is showing me if it's never enough, showing me, hey, maybe I actually feel like I'm never enough. Maybe I not need to work on my enoughness. Maybe that is what that's mirroring to me. Thank you so much. Let me work on that. Let me improve that. Let me change that. And so that's how we have to really start treating things in our world. When we're healing in our relationship with money, I think the biggest issue, aside from the fact that we think it's a money block, when really actually it's a thing within ourselves, right? It's an internal relationship with self. The other component of this is that people forget we are healing on three layers and three levels, okay? So um, the story of I have a money block and I have a scarcity problem and I'm just not receiving money, this is a very physical problem. And when you're walking around and you're saying, how do I solve this physical problem? Oh, with more strategy and more effort. Or, oh, with working on my positive thoughts and making sure I focus on, you know, blah, 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 blah. Physical action and physical transformation are a necessary component to living in abundance and having an aligned life. Okay, where we need to create a 3D reality that is a model of what feels in alignment for us and feels abundant, right? I could look at somebody who's living in a mansion making $17 million a year, totally provided for. They may have the physical wealth, but do I see that they have good values? Do I see that they're happy? Do I see that they're truly fulfilled? Is that what I really want? I, on the other hand, can also see somebody who lives in complete poverty in a rural mountain with their family and is so grateful and happy and abundant because of the emotional experience he gets to have as being a human with a beautiful family. Do I want that? What do I want? What does it look like? Is it really about money? Or is it actually about the emotions that I think money will give me? Girl, we're playing a deep, dark game here. Because if you have been in a situation where in your life, in your relationship with your parents, your relationship with people, your relationship with partners, uh, where you weren't enough, you will create a money relationship that says, man, no matter what milestone I hit, I just don't feel good about myself. When is that ever gonna change? And that was a real breaking point for me. It was a very deep experience. Four years ago today, I had my first $100,000 week. I think I talked about this yesterday, but I'm not sure, so I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Um, I had my first 100, it was $124,000 in, in five days, and it was 
it was a really big deal. I was away in San Diego, but I was really energetically struggling because I uh, just didn't know how I could possibly be at this certain level of success and just not actually feel the joy that I thought I was supposed to feel. I was really good at what I did. I had a beautiful community. I had a huge audience, but I was constantly stressed about fixing problems and trying to get to the next level and trying to hit these new milestones so that I could feel good. And this moment in San Diego, which was literally four years ago, like to the date this week, I hit my milestone and I sobbed and just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried because I was releasing the sadness of the realization that no matter how hard I worked, no matter how hard I pushed myself, no matter how hard I stretched my limits, I was never going to let myself feel good. And it was such a moment of realizing how long I abused myself for. And this is the reality, guys. I'm gonna say this with like the strongest amount of love in my heart for you to hear this, that like to the point where it makes me wanna cry. I don't give a shit where you are right now in your life. I don't care where you are in your business. I don't care where you are in your bank account. You gotta start working on feeling safe and empowered and inspired and joyful and like happy because there's there's no amount of money that is ever going to compensate for that. And that's a feeling that we need to learn to create for ourselves, to learn how to cultivate for ourselves. This is so funny. I'm like just falling with you guys. I'm sorry. This is so beautiful. I'm so blessed. Thank you for holding space for my healing because this is my healing. Like this is this is very emotional for me, right? Like I, you know, Mia knows, Mia's on the line. Like I got so sick chasing these milestones and went on this whole deep year-long quest in Sedona, sitting with plant medicine for a year trying to figure out why I was empty, what was missing, why I was depressed, why I was playing out all these patterns. And I realized it was because I was telling myself a story that money outside of myself or anything outside of myself was was going to be the final ticket for my happiness and when it wasn't I had this crisis and this realization and I was putting so much energy of suffering into my world with my thoughts and my physical reality I was putting so much suffering into my world with how I treated my body in just what what stressful patterns I allowed myself to continue to play out and at some point you have to realize that like it doesn't matter what's happening around you you deserve a calm peaceful nervous system you deserve to be in right relationship with yourself you deserve to get to a place where like even though money is not here right now you can trust that money is coming and you deserve to be in a place where you shine so bright and so energized that money just comes to you and opportunities just come to you and that's where i am right now in my business like to give you background and experience i've been having this really deep beautiful energy in my life where i could just feel this knowing of like wow i'm like always provided for i have a million things i want to do and so many ideas and they're not here yet like like uh an extension on our property right or like our second home but i'm just like I'm here. This is great. I like this. This is awesome. And like I get to do that because I've unsubscribed from the paradigm of money's going to fix my problems or this love outside of me is going to fix my problems and I started looking at my life and I was like, "Okay, 
what do I have to change here so that I actually feel like I live in a miracle, that my life is a miracle. And that's what I've been looking at. And as I do that, my life starts to change. And all this in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program, okay, like you deserve to have this frequency and this energy. It, it's so beautiful, you know. And because I'm in that frequency where I'm detached and I'm just living in my purpose and I'm just creating from a place of empowerment and trust and faith, I'm actually receiving the reward. And the reason that this is happening for anybody who's like, I want that. I want to, you know, I, I want to feel good and celebrate and lead and like make a lot of money too and not worry, right? Like if you're here, duh, all of us, right? The things that have worked for me that have really allowed me to step into that place is asking with clarity and with certainty in my life, what is the storyline of my relationship with money that I'm choosing to subscribe to? This is like, this is huge. The storyline for anybody who is suffering is money will one day make me feel a certain way. And the way I feel right now, I don't want to feel. So let me have the money so I can feel a different way. How's that story serving you? Because I guarantee if you look back on your timeline, there were probably moments where you received money and maybe it changed for a short moment and you went back into your old pattern, you went back into your old projections, you went back into the old storyline, right? So what we need to remember is that we are chasing an emotion and as within, so without. And when I started healing my relationship with money because I was healing my relationship with myself and I could detach, not make it mean anything about me. This is the other thing too that's really trippy just to explain. Um, I talk about this in a podcast that's coming out in a couple of months. I, I made this podcast like the seven, just recorded it the other day. Uh, I want to just find the title. Whatever, I can't find it. It was like the seven, oh, here it is. Seven things that changed my bank account, right? Um, in that conversation, in in talking about uh, this, these seven things that completely transformed my business, transformed my life. One of the things I explained was the scale principle, and this was a game changer. I want to offer it all to you guys in relationship with your money. When you look at your bank account, this is a Bob Proctor principle that just blew my mind and has been with me for a really, really long time. Bob Proctor is a personal development leader. He passed away this year actually. And uh, I went to a lot of his events. He was a big inspiration to me in my life. And he uh, told this story about how he was going for these walks with this girl. And this girl was always like, oh, I want to lose weight. I'm, I'm trying to lose five pounds. I can't, can't lose the five pounds. And the analogy he had as he walked her through and what she explained in her process is that basically she would lose a little bit of weight and then she would kind of gain it back and she would lose a little weight and she couldn't break into this new way of like being in a different frequency right and just being in her embodiment no matter what she did and what Bob explained was that two problems were happening and this relates to our concept around money as well number one she was in a state where she was addicted to the belief that she had to like constantly solve a problem, right, in her relationship with her weight. And she was also in an addictive state of, I don't have a good relationship with my weight. That's her storyline. That's what's playing out. And so when she would step on the scale, if she would lose a couple of pounds, right, 
she would go back into the old way because she was addicted to always having this problem and she was also addicted to the storyline that hey i i have a poor relationship with my body she had to switch those two paradigms what's also really tricky about what bob talked about which was that uh in, in this concept of just like looking at the scale and looking at the number when you look at the scale the number that you see is not a reflection of any future choice or future timeline it's a it's a byproduct of every choice you've made in the past when you step on the scale and you see that number or you stand here and you look in the mirror what you see is a reflection of every choice you've made in the past it doesn't in any way shape or form set the standard of what could be created but because we are not energetically empowered because we are not energetically embodied because we are energetically sensitive we see what's happening in our bank accounts or in this example of analogy the scale and we let it mean something we tell ourselves a story part of healing is to get so silent and so aware that you can be present with what the stories are because if you want to change your reality we need to change the storylines we are subscribing to there's a podcast episode of this on the Lauren of Love podcast, really recent. If you go back and look, it's like storylines of self-sabotage or what storylines of suffering are you subscribing to? Um, it's a really, really important principle. So I had a storyline around money. I think we all do. I think we're all aware. We might have multiple. My storyline was that nothing I ever do enough, uh, nothing I ever do is good enough to make me happy. Nothing I ever make is good enough to make me happy. No matter how hard I work, I'll never have what I want. That was my storyline, and that big storyline was rooted in the fact that I had a childhood where no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. So now I feel that way about myself, I feel that way about how I treat myself, and I project that into my relationship with money. Time to heal it. Time to heal it. How do we heal it? How do we actually heal our relationship with money? Well, number one, we need to love ourselves so much that we actually want the best for ourselves okay so this is about embodiment work this is about loving yourself to a place of confidence this is all studied and taught in the wild wealthy feminine program if you are curious laurenoflove.com wild we open on august 29th for five days only so go check that out the work of cultivating your empowerment is very 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 important the clearing of all these patterns and all these programs, really, really important. All that work is intensive, right? What we're gonna do today is we're gonna simplify it. I like to simplify things, right? You get that process uh, already moving through this. So let's not go into the crazy chaos of like, oh my God, I have all these issues. How am I going to fix all these problems? I don't love myself, oh my God. We always get to work on loving ourselves more, right? So uh, don't get in a pressure with yourself and don't overcomplicate your transformation because you can transform after this call, after this conversation, after this deep dive. You can never have a problem with money ever again if you do this work, right? It's up to you. So today, here's your work. Simple, profound, free, ready to go. We have to come into healthy, right relationship with money. So what we want to do is distract. Right now we've been distracting ourselves. Like my podcast mic is over here. I've been distracting myself looking at my relationship with money when really actually I need to like kind of come here. And so what we can do while we're turning this on and this energy, I'm connecting to my heart, you guys, if you're listening to the podcast, 
we need to turn this energy of the heart on so we're really empowered and really confident and we also have to stop distracting ourselves with chaos and self-sabotage and stress and energy of fight or flight that's happening in our relationship with money as we relate to it so if we can like maybe come into healthy right relationship with it we can push it off to the side and we're like okay and then we can focus on ourselves a little bit more in a deeper way going back and forth on mastering what you focus on is a study but today because we are focused on money i want to give you guys a tool to really lessen the patterns here we need to get clear about the storyline that we want to subscribe to in order to replace the storyline that isn't serving us my storyline is manifesting in patterns just like yours so if i have a storyline that says i show up to serve the world and i am wildly compensated for it and i practice embodying that storyline feeling good about that storyline getting excited about that storyline anchoring into that storyline journaling about that storyline focusing on that storyline now i'm moving in a totally different direction we gotta work, right? We gotta work. We have to make a commitment and a prayer. You know, in ceremony work, one thing my teacher says after we all drink medicine and we go lie down to pray, he says, concentration, my brothers and sisters. When he was teaching me how to drum, he would say, do not have a lazy mind. You know, we have, we have something here. We have something really special and it gets in the way and creates a lot of suffering when it's mismanaged and it's not used properly. Let your heart lead you. You know, if you want a really healthy relationship with money, you have to focus on understanding with clarity what that is. Just like if I want a really successful business, I got to see with clarity what that is, you know? So what is a healthy relationship with money? And if you can only answer me by saying, never worrying about my bills, never having to stress when I want to go on vacation, never having to do this, that's not a healthy relationship with money. That's just not having an abusive relationship with money. And you deserve better than the bare minimum. So tell me, tell me, what is a healthy relationship with money? What is it? You know, part of the reason that we're on this journey is because a lot of us are not in a right relationship with it. We abuse it. We don't know how to manage it. We overspend it. We talk to it in a really nasty way. We blame it for all of our problems. That's like, that's a lot, that's abuse, you guys. That's abuse, right? Like, okay, we have to do things a little bit differently. So come into right relation. Come into the belief that um, you have permission to explore what a healthy right relationship with money is and not use language like, never having to worry about, right? Don't escape what you don't want. Paint the picture of what you do want because we have to focus on where we are going. Most of what we know about money, we are conditioned to believe between the ages of two and 12. So if you grew up in environments where your parents had certain relationships with money, it was never around, they called it the root of all evil. My big thing, like just a, a, a really deep, element of being in right relationship with money is that I have permission to use money as a tool to cultivate more joy in my life and I give myself permission to feel that but it supports the joy I already have it doesn't replace it or fill a void for it 
right? That's a really big component of healthy, right relationships. And part of that for me is because I grew up in an environment where my mother did not really use money for joy. It was not a priority. It was, we're always saving. We need to uh, make sure we have enough money for food, this and that. And money that was used for joy, like to buy the NSYNC CD, which I'm still upset about, right? Or like go to a concert as a kid. That was, it was not something that we did. And so I was taught that um, money cannot really be used for my own joy. And when I did want to feel joyful by spending, I would overspend out of a need to like fill a gap, like I was coping with something. So yeah, if your dad said, I am not Rockefeller, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, what are you learning? What are you being conditioned to believe? And are those things right relationship? So if it's, if it's helpful, because sometimes asking this journal prompt question, which you guys are going to do today, uh, really simple, what is a healthy, right relationship with money? Sometimes that's really just so vague and so hard. What you can ask first are like, what are all the ways I have an unhealthy relationship with money? Where it's like, I won't look at my bank account or um, I uh, overspend when I'm sad or I uh, won't talk about money with my partner or I constantly worry there's never enough. Whatever your poor patterns are, write them out somewhere like on a junk piece of paper just to like, okay, let me pull them out, let me pull them out. And like maybe even open up your notebook and like on one side do the old and on one side do the new. And then once you have your list, you can cross them off one at a time and replace them on the other side. You can say, okay, my new belief here, right, is that um, money, I allow myself to feel joy when I spend money. My new belief is whatever it is for the old one, you're going to replace it. And this is a really good exercise, but it's just the beginning. You have to start to become aware of where in your life you have opportunities to choose these belief systems because once you decide them on this paper, the universe is going to bring you experiences where you will be invited to sink into that practice. And it's your job, just like a good student, to go through that experience of initiation, not subscribing to any storylines. Oh my God, I did this exercise and like now this thing's coming up. And no, cool, this thing's coming up. This is awesome. Let me see what my healthy relationship with money is supposed to be like and let me practice. Let me sink in. Let me embody, right? <sighs> Finally, I just want to share this one last thought. What I said before earlier about how money creates an emotion, right? We want money not because we want money, but we want the emotion we think money will provide. We may think money will provide us peace. Money will provide us freedom. Money will provide us permission. Money will provide us uh, adventure, right? All these things, but really actually, um, if we feel that money will provide something for us, how we treat that money also has to be in that same frequency. So if we believe money will buy, bring us peace, then we need to be peaceful in our relationship with money. And if we believe that money will provide us opportunity, then we need to be hopeful of opportunity in our relationship with that money. So I really want you to think about that too, of like, you know, what do you want, what do you think money is going to provide you in your life? And like, are you infusing that and loving and sending that vibration to what you're offering and what you're creating and uh, how you're interacting with your relationship with money? Okay, 
So really quickly, just a recap of uh, anybody who's jumping on. This is the five-day free series, Abundance in Alignment. We are on day two. Day one was the becoming. Day two was all about healing your relationship with money. Every day you are getting a homework assignment. Tomorrow for day three is special. Make sure you're on the email list, okay? laurenoflove.com slash abundance for this series. You're going to get a special invitation to a playlist and to walk yourself through a really sacred spiritual ritual to go to a new level with this work. And then on Thursday, we're going to talk about healing your relationship with business. And then on Friday, I'm going to do a Q&A for you guys answering all your questions about the work that we've covered this week. Make sure you're writing your questions down so that on Friday we can jump in and I can support you. This series is an honor and in, uh, in, in respect, I guess, is the good word to use for uh, to my free to my six week program, Wild Wealthy Feminine. So this is a free series. Wild Wealthy Feminine is the in depth study of everything that we're covering throughout these five days. You can go to laurenoflove.com/wild to see the details of that program. Thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you, all of you guys, for jumping on. So, so blessed that we got to explore the magic of day two. Be sure to keep an eye out in your email for your replay. And again, make sure you go to laurenoflove.com slash abundance if you are not on the list for this series to make sure you get tomorrow's magical journey delivered right to your inbox. There will be no live video. Okay, guys, I love you so much. I'll see you on Thursday for our next step healing your relationship with business. Take care, guys. I love you so much. Have a great day. Hey, sister, don't go anywhere just yet. I have a free offer for you as a gift for being a beautiful lovebird listener of this show. I want to give any student who leaves a review on this podcast a beautiful free gift, the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. If you're creating prosperity, abundance, health freedom, financial freedom, This audio training series is going to shift and propel you into a new perspective of creating prosperity and wealth in your life. It's really simple to receive this free offer. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, write up some comments about how you feel this show has helped you. And when you're done, take a screenshot of that review and email our team. You can go to hello at laurenoflove.com and just share in an attached file a screenshot of your review. We'll respond back and give you a link to sign up for that free series, The Six Laws of Wealth audio training. It is a beautiful, jam-packed study, and I'm so honored to give you that gift for free. So again, just leave a review, write some love notes about how this podcast has changed your life, and take a screenshot, send it to us at hello at laurenoflove.com, and we'll respond back with your free access to the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. I look forward to seeing your review, and I am so excited to share this series with you for free. Enjoy, guys, and I'll see you on the next show.